Hey. Hey. Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? Mike, it's... Yes, Mike, it's... Uh, if you let me get... Let me just finish. Uh, it's episode 21 of Your Kickstarter Sucks a Podcast. Hello. Good Lord. 21 of these fucking things, huh? Tw- 21 of these with Jesse Farrar, who is me, and Mike Hale as well, has been here for a few of them. You've been around. I've been here for pretty much all of them. Maybe 20. I think you have... Uh, you probably missed a dozen, but yeah, you've been spiritually. You've been here for a lot of them. That's not true. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks. <laughs> welcome Thank back to my home. You're <clears throat> back in the house. I'm back in the studio, which is not your home. It's a it's a professional recording studio. That's true. Um, we're 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 really serious about it, and we're we're professionals. So yeah, I actually uh, I think I've mentioned this before. I live down the street. From Twitty City, um, Conway Twitty's Conway Twitty mansion, uh, and they do have um, it's all walled. It's like <clears throat> brick up, you know, six foot high, yeah, brick wall around the place. Uh, you got to safeguard against all those crazy Conway Twitty fans who are trying to vault over the wall. Yeah, all constantly. the the Twitty heads would be in there, like you wouldn't believe, trying to get selfies and all that stuff. But they got they got studios in there you can rent out. We should do that sometime. We should actually do that and see like how the pros do it. The only reason I haven't done it is because I don't want anyone else to see how we do this. Oh, how unprofessional it is? Yeah, because you it's like a real studio, so it's like a two section, you know, where it's like yeah. you got the booth, the soundboard out there on the soundboard like flipping switches. Yeah, and he's like can you guys pick it up a little bit? Or like, we're in there and we're just drinking Coors Light <laughs> and looking at web pages. <laughs> hey, how's the sound to you out there? And he's like, hung himself. <laughs> hey, you guys know this. This is uh, $250 an hour, right? <laughs> yeah, we know. It's, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Have you checked out our Patreon, dude? Uh boy. <clears throat> so, yeah, Twitty City, let's go down there. Let's do it. Let's do it one time. And in fact, why don't we just cut a whole album down there? You want to do some you want like to release a country album i would say new let's do new country okay let's do new country um my favorite genre my favorite genre of music two ballads yeah um but the rest of it's just like real clubby like pop stuff i think i said this before i don't know if i said it to you but country is the easiest uh genre to write songs for it is amazing how easy it is oh yeah i don't know why we haven't done it because i could i could pump out Probably like five or six country songs a day. It's so it's so easy per day. You think you yeah. could? Yeah. Wow. What you do is you come up with like a <clears throat> a phrase that you can apply like two ways, right? Like uh, <sighs> what would be a, what would be a good one? Um, um, don't like uh, oh let's see, don't let go, right? That's a that's a that's a it's ambiguous enough yeah, to or, be yeah, applied. So, yeah. Like in, and then you apply it to like a certain situation, like a. Uh, you tell a story like, oh, I was in a, in, in school and uh, somebody said, don't miss it. Kids are making fun of uh, me for having a girlfriend. And, I, and she said, don't let go. And that's the first fucking verse or something. Second yeah. verse is like he's a little older and he's in like high school and then uh, gets into a car accident. Uh, don't let go. And then the third uh, verse is like uh, they're old now. They're together. And uh, right. uh, one person's dying. And he says, like, don't let go. Like, just it's oh my God. it's insanely easy to write that. That sort of like, uh, I'm so moved right now. Yeah, you really touched me today. So, 
let's get on down to the studio and uh, crank them out. What's your favorite country song? My favorite country song. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could just say your favorite song, because no matter what, it's going to be a country song. It goes without saying. This beer tastes incredibly bad, by the way. You, well, you don't like it? Coors Light. I just had a, a another bad beer. Well. But this tastes like uh, you filtered it through a pair of jeans. It tastes insanely bad. I don't know why. You tap the Wranglers. Maybe going from like one beer to the next just threw me off. Yeah, so I get a lot of beer in the mail. Um. <laughs> I'm subscribed to uh, Beerly, the monthly <laughs> beer service. Well, you know, I'm a big famous writer, so I get beer sent to me. Um, and I think now I'm not doing it for <clears throat> the money anymore. I'm just doing it for the beer PR contact. Just to get free beer. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, they send me the beer, and so I get I got a, a big sampler pack from Six Point Brewery. That's up there in Brooklyn, so you're probably familiar with that. You've probably gone by many times, checked it out. Yeah, we all everybody everybody who lives in Brooklyn uh, goes by the Six Point uh, Brewery. But they have some really good stuff. Uh, but this one you didn't care for. This was the Puff. Yeah, this was a nine point eight percent alcohol by volume, hundred and eight <clears throat> IBU. I cared IPA. for I cared for that part of it, but yeah, not yeah. the uh, not the taste part. Now you're going down to the Coors. Yeah, you're just not into it. No, it tastes like a. Uh, Catfish. It tastes like a catfish. It tastes like a catfish. Yeah, there's a song. Give me another country song. Um, can't think of one right now. Okay, put me on the spot. Um, I did say six earlier, but don't. Uh, you said five or six to be yeah, fair. So Let's see, you said don't let go. That was your phrase, right? Yeah. How about uh, how about start me up? Yeah, sure. Start me up. You know, yeah. he's, he got his old Ford truck. <laughs> Are we doing uh, just need... songwriting right now? <laughs> I don't know. If we're not doing it unless it turns out good. If we feel like we're onto something, then yeah, we're doing a. We'll put it on our taxes. I just I got I had a vision of just uh, our faces on the front of a country album, and we're wearing like the the western shirts mm-hmm. or like maybe a nudie suit uh, with a <laughs> yeah. cowboy hat, and we're just a. Uh, on stage at the Opry, and we're just smiling. Oh my god! Have you seen the? Have you seen Big and Rich? Have you seen those guys, Big and Rich? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Big now, and I uh, am rich. Oh, uh, oh my no, god! I have seen that, and that is bad. I was I was listening to uh, I, I was listening to fucking some song the other day. <laughs> it's so bad. It wasn't Big and Rich. It was uh, Toby Keith. Yeah, remember that guy, Toby Keith? He uh, did the 9/11 one, right? <clears throat> well, a bunch of them did 9/11 songs. What? Uh, More than one country? Alan Jackson did one. He did that Where Were You Okay, I song. like Alan Jackson. Um, my mom loves Alan Jackson. My mom <laughs> wants to fuck Alan Jackson really bad, <laughs> which is so fucking weird to me. It's like the chatty ho- the Chattahoochee dude? Yeah. You want to have sex with a Chattahoochee? All right, well. Alan Jackson is like the Winston cigarettes <clears throat> of country music. He is, me. right? He is. Uh, that guy, and like, I feel, I feel like, uh, who's the guy who's married to Julia Roberts? Uh, me. Oh. She's my wife. <laughs> that guy, uh, to a lesser extent, I guess. Um, Is she married to a country guy? She was. Aren't right? you thinking of Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman was married to uh, Tommy Cruz, who we learned last week had AIDS. That's true. We did That's learn that. Uh, anybody wants to check out the exclusive interview we did with Daniel Day-Lewis, go on over to SoundCloud. It's kind of crazy we're getting like the those big names already. See, what do we we got Ted Leo. Yeah. Uh still blocked me on Twitter. We got uh Bigfoot. <laughs> Say he blocked me on Twitter. 
<laughs> Bigfoot blocked you? Yeah. Wow. I said I said uh <clears throat> I said at Bigfoot, I said, Hey, uh big feet much? Yeah. Thinking, you know, it's kind of like a gag because right. everybody but apparently like he's inside. like sensitive about his feet. So uh Did you dot at him? Yeah, I did. I you, wanted all my followers to You see. did a dot at? Yeah. Yeah, see. That's disrespectful. To do the dot at on Bigfoot. He's got he's got two point five three million followers. He's got two point five uh three million inch shoes too because his feet are so big stop slam on bigfoot stop roasting bigfoot sorry stop the next time he comes on he's gonna you talk about mikey the foot talk about bigfoot we're gonna have a foot down we're gonna have a foot off a foot off about that and we're not talking about uh, getting diabetes (laughs) isn't that what it is i guess like when you get diabetes you uh your feet fall off? Yeah, like if you get real sick, bad stuff happens to you. That's kind of funny. What if you were like a doctor? Okay, I'm already there mentally. And you, I'm uh, as smart as a doctor. If you were a doctor and you specialized in like treating diabetic patients, mm-hmm. but you were also a foot fetishist. Oh, boy. You were like, oh, that's got to come off. <laughs> that's got to come off. Uh, <laughs> just toss it in this backpack. Yeah. I'll take it on to the place where we take feet <laughs> What it just goes home and jacks off on What it. do they do with the feet? They put it, well, I know this, actually, uh, because I spent some time jacking off to working in a, a medical facility, uh, so I kind of know the ins and outs of what they do with all the body parts and stuff that they, okay. that they it's kind of weird, right, that, yeah. that they, because you, you don't really think about it, but. <clears throat> we were talking about Tom Green earlier, off, off mic, we were talking about Tom Green, he mm-hmm. had a whole episode about his nuts getting cut off, and he wanted to take his nuts home. Yeah, they wouldn't let him do it because they have they have a special process for the nuts. When I had a, a tooth extract, I wanted to take it home. They wouldn't let me. That's so stupid. I wanted to have my tooth. It's my thing. It's my, it's my body. I grew it from yeah. a tiny thing. They should pay me for it if they want to take it. What's the market rate for a tooth? <clears throat> but kind of like a jacked up tooth, like yeah. fifty bucks. Uh, I guess it. I guess it would depend on like the size. <laughs> they should give you store credit if yeah. you have to get something chopped off. They should give you store credit. Like I lost a foot, give me six hundred bucks off my bill. Yeah, because you, you can do whatever in. you want with it. <clears throat> you can just come in and get like a uh, like a fucking tummy tuck or something because you got a mm-hmm. you already gave us a foot. So yeah, and you have thirty dollars left over. Oh, that's cool. I'll just roll that. Yeah, you can. They don't expire. <laughs> but they, what they do with the the body parts and stuff? Yeah. Um, what do they do? They uh, put them in a backpack and take them home and jack off on them. So, <laughs> that's what they. That's what they do. Um, I went to college. That's the end of the story. I went to college. <laughs> everybody know that. Um, did I went, you go to college? I bro? did. I did go to college. What did you? What was your? Uh, what was your major? Well, I didn't have to talk about that. Um, I um, I went to college at un- the University of Tennessee Knoxville, mm-hmm. and it's f- famous for a few things up there. First of all, getting wet and wild. Number one, uh, but also famous for the body farm <clears throat> they have there. You ever heard of that? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, they they do like decom- decomposition studies and stuff. Yeah, they just uh, certain people um, <clears throat> certain people will donate their body after they die, and instead of saying, "I hope you can put this uh, into a healthy person so they can live and have a, a life and continue it on and just be a happy, productive member of society," some people will say, "I want you to dig a big hole and throw me in there, and then you can have." Uh, Hungover students uh, poke at me 
for about 10 years. Yeah. So. You could see why the uh, the college you went to was the big party school. Sounds It sounds cool. Yeah, we all get really ripped and go up to the body farm, uh, start poking around at, at, uh, at old dead guys from the 50s. Do you like how every uh, college that anyone goes to, they're like, it's fucking party, number one party school in the Midwest, dude. Number one party school of the southern, yeah. uh, southern, eastern, the southeastern area of the... You got there in the end. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but it's not. It's not. They can't all be. <clears throat> right? Right. Because as we all know, the number one party school is uh, Bowling Green State University, where I went for a total of three months. So. Now, am I going to have to bleep this out because... Uh, professionally speaking, it's it's better for people to uh, to think that you do have a degree. <laughs> no, no I, I don't care. I lied on my resume. I listed that I, I had a grad, um, I had a degree. Um, nobody checks. I've had I've had one person check. Uh, in, did they actually check, or did they just threaten to check? In probably <laughs> the thousands of uh, applications that I filled out, yeah, uh, I've had one person ask about it. And it was for a, uh, it was for like a legit company. It was for like a big uh, healthcare company. Yeah, United. I That's can, cool. I can you, say that. You don't have to say everything. <laughs> well, I just want you to know that you can hold some things <clears throat> back. I um, I'm not going to hold anything back for the for the listeners. Really? You're not even going to. I think you should save uh, what parts of your resume you lied about for the. I jacked off. I jacked off this morning. <laughs> Uh, I thought about jacking up again before I came over here to the studio, but I didn't. So I got one. I got one nut still built up in there. That's cool uh, because we. I was trying to text you to get a hold of you, and uh, you weren't responding. I didn't actually jack up, Jesse. I don't do that. Uh, just want to clear the air here with everyone. Uh, I went to school for a very long time, whatever the normal amount of time is to get a degree, and I don't jack off. So. Let's just set the record straight. Thanks for setting the record straight on on your jacking off <clears throat> and your college uh-huh. experience. But I need to start lying on my resume too. I think you really do, man. And I told you just put put me down as a reference. Yeah. Say you worked for me for X amount of years, and when they call me, because they can't legally be like, "Oh, would this guy do to uh, get fired or something?" Right. All you can say is like, all they can say is, "Would you hire this person again?" Or, or was it a good experience or whatever? And I'll be like. Fuck yes. I won't say that, but... Yeah, don't say fuck, and this is why I've sort of been hesitant to do it. <laughs> worried you're going to say fuck. I'm Just wor- be like... A- I'm worried that they're going to call you. You're going to get a phone call from Lyft. Yeah, I'm going to be high as shit. I'm going to be like, this guy worked for me at Facebook, Yeah, my company that I owned for the past uh, 40 years. And by the way, I love jacking off. <laughs> And they'll be like, okay, thanks. We got all we need. Next thing you know... You got a paycheck. I'm president of jacking off at Lyft. <laughs> no, I'll never um I'll never get hired. Um <laughs> No, for real. All you gotta do is is lie. Yeah. Um it doesn't matter. Going to school doesn't matter. Nothing um, doesn't yeah. That's nothing true. matters. As long as you can do the work. And see, that's where my that's where I want to say the hiccup is. And also, if you can't do the work, <laughs> that's fine too, if right? You can, if you can kind of uh learn the work. Then you should be good. The thing about it is, is like, um, is there anything that you can't just Google real quick? 
Is there anything you can't just Google and figure out? Uh, normalizing audio on pod- podcasts right. and stuff like that. I think it's uh, beyond. Okay. Well. <laughs> so. <laughs> like. <laughs> I think we should probably go ahead and, and start uh, the show, Mike. All right. Let's so let's just get it over with. Well, we can go into it with a little more enthusiasm. Let's just get it over with. How's that? Very good. That good? Um, well, I'll start us off uh, with the six pack. Well, first of all, let's let's have a little uh, let's put a little place in here for the theme song, which we're both really proud of. Mm-hmm. We had nothing to do with it. Yeah. So let's check yeah. it out. Here's the six pack theme. So that theme is uh, provided to us courtesy of Drew Toothpaste, uh, toothpastefordinner.com, Mary to the Sea, the worst things for sale.com. I mean, this guy does it all. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. So you want to st- hop in and <laughs> anything to say about Drew? No? True. We met Drew for the first time. Wasn't that cool? Uh, a couple weeks ago. That was a cool, rush. Cool guy. I really liked that. Um,. If I had to, if I had to complain about Drew, <laughs> yeah, you do. If I had to, if you're really twisting my arm, I would say that that Drew did not stop me from losing four hundred dollars at poker. That yeah, man, you, you spent a lot of money uh, that that day. I was posted up at the bar. I was ordering drinks, having a having a time. Did you have drinks there? I did. I had a couple uh, drinks there. Okay, because you drove us home, so. Well, <laughs> well. Well, they got automatic uh, self-driving cars out there, so. Um, and that was one of them, the one that we... The one that we were in. <clears throat> the one that we had was a... Well, but you but you put it in manual mode. You took over the steering, I remember. I was ramping off of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. You actually didn't drive us home because you didn't want me to add you onto the rental car. That's true. You said it was too big of a hassle. Too much responsibility. I can't, I can't deal with it. And then you immediately said, I wish you had put me on the yeah. road. I want to be able to drive. Yeah. That was cool that you did that. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, about Drew, before... our friend Drew. Okay, because <clears throat> I feel I feel like we were uh, just needling me there for a second. But no, I don't think anyone was talking about you. <clears throat> we're talking about Drew because Drew did the the fabulous six pack theme, which is really cool. Really like a grimy electronic. I like his stuff. Crud bump. I love his albums. They're really good. Uh, is he paying you for these plugs? <laughs> is he paying <laughs> you not. for this shit? You know Drew well enough to know that he would never pay for advertisement. He would just do it himself. He uh he's uh he's a fitness guy. Yeah, dude. He's I think he says he's, he's already like thin. I know, he looks good. So if you're like if you're if you're like thin, you shouldn't be able to kind of like fuck you, you know. You shouldn't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. You you're should, done. You should have to stop. Get out of here. Yeah. He looks good. He's in good shape. He logs his calories. It's really good. You ever do that? You ever log your calories? You ever? Yeah. I did for a period of several months, and I lost weight doing it. Yeah. But um, it was hell. I didn't like doing it. it. made me sad. It sucks. It sucks big time. So. But being a big fat guy is awesome. Yeah. So. So I hear, JF. What do you what do you got for us today on the six pack? Well, listen, I wanted to say six for everyone who's listened pack. this to this point, Drew does some great uh, music mm-hmm. for us. Mark Brengel does some great music for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some uh, some fans have submitted some music. 
Yeah, they uh, did Heaven's the to Etsy, Heaven's Etsy thing was good. Awesome stuff. Uh, but uh, you can hear my kids submitting some music right now. Yeah, they're working hard. You got them working hard back there. They're really, uh, they got the harpsichord out. They're in out. the studio. Oh, my God. They're working. Rocks. Screamo. They're doing some screamo. They're doing track. screamo, yeah. Uh, but if if you're listening to the show, you like the show, and, and you're uh, something of a uh, an amateur, maybe a pro even. Or maybe if you've never even touched an instrument before well, in your life. Probably should have touched it before. Ah, okay. Uh, but why don't you send us... Uh, we're looking for a new intro theme. Mike's unhappy with the intro theme. Uh, yep. Something with vocalization in it, something that references the show, maybe. How cool I am. You can even use... Jesse sucks. Uh, let's, put, let's put that in there. And... Uh, because people are actually going to do that if you say that. <laughs> so I'm going to say, let's not do that part of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but some, you know, some maybe it's got our voices in it. Whatever you want to do. You um, guys are much more creative than we are. And Jesse will pay you. He's got a... Big old bank account. He's he's got his wallet open right now. Well, Mike went to college, so he's probably he's got all that college money. <laughs> oh shit! So uh, send your stuff into uh, your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com. We're looking for a new intro theme. Uh, that would be awesome uh, if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Uh, we'll just stop doing the show. So <laughs> and it'll be your fault. Um. So let's get into uh, the very first of the six pack, Mike, and it is. Uber slash Lyft rideshare advertising product headrest cover. So uh, they're working on the title just a little bit. <laughs> that's the that's the, the full name. The yeah, the title's still in beta, um, but the idea is also in beta because this is why I wanted to talk about this. I like the ones that I like the the Kickstarters and the Indiegogos and stuff that. Uh, it's obvious that no one thought about for more than five minutes because they'll have titles like uh, I want to raise money to go to uh, Uganda to mine rare earth metals to make a new uh, fidgy spinner. And that's it. That's and that one got funded. $10 million. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the fuck of it. It got funded. That's, uh, that's one of the things that you come up with when you're looking through these things that happened in like 2011, 2012 is the ones that were uh, sort of at the the peak of Kickstarter as a like a lottery ticket you could go scratch. Yeah. Like if you could just get enough stupid people to give you $2, your life would be better. It's a neat time capsule of that point in or history. Say, or $5 a month. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, but but we got in on it before it uh tanked. So that was good. Um but I wanted to talk about the Uber and Lyft thing because uh, because of our friend Dan and his continued success as the uh, the horsefly. You're talking about Bro Pair. I'm talking about our Twitter. friend Bro Pair, Dan, who, uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, has destroyed Uber. Yeah. Single-handedly. Yeah. And he's not going to like me saying that, but that's the truth. Yeah, he has a big uh, hard-on for those guys. He hates them. All right. Well, that's maybe not the message that he's trying to get out. But <laughs> the uh, but he did the, the delete Uber thing. Um, and the great thing about delete Uber was that it made everybody delete Uber. And the reasons for that are uh, multiple. And uh, it's because uh, they're, they're bad guys. It's a bad company. Why are they bad? What do they do that was so bad? Are you asking me for real to explain it? Because I will. I've got a good 10-minute speech on it. Yeah, I, I, I don't. So the reason Uber is bad is because they, uh, so they're emblematic of the 
the economy that we live in now, which is uh, come up with a product that is attractive enough to consumers that it no longer matters whether you're actually producing a viable service or product, okay? Because the only thing that matters is market share. So Uber loses money on every ride. And the reason they're able to do this is because their their valuation by investors is predicated on the inevitable notion that they're going to dominate the market, uh, which they virtually do now. Lyft is a competitor, but traditional taxi cabs have all but been forced out. Um, so first of all, it's just a, a manipulation of the economy. Um, it's really not even true capitalism. Like if you're a real capitalist, you should be in support of the idea that the product that wins or the company that wins or whatever is the one that's, that's able to produce the best service. Um, but this is actually a bastardization of that idea because there is it the best service or is it the service that, uh, the market has decided is the best. Well, the, right. Yes, that's right. But the market doesn't have a say in this because it's being floated up by I these. Feel, I feel like we drank like a brain pro- potion and we're sitting here. Uh, I'm a super smart guy now. <laughs> but um, but it's it's subsidized by the investors. And the reason that's bad is because these are the vampires on our whole system. So once Uber does stamp out competition, they can raise prices in a captive market, right? Mm-hmm. Because now there's no competition because they pushed them out. And the reason they were able to push them out is because billionaires are behind the company funding every single ride with $5 here, $6 there, whatever. So it's not even true competition. So it's totally unfair. And it's going to be really bad when they finally kick everybody out and they no longer have to do stuff like, oh, we're introducing tips now. Or, oh, we've increased driver safety, whatever. Yeah. And then you get into all the other real moral failings that they have, which is... Uh, they, the leasing stuff. And- the, lease, the predatory leasing stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. Their, their board of directors, particularly uh, Kalanick... I don't know how to say his last name. Kalanick? Kal- I think it's Kalanick. Kalanick. Uh, totally out of control. An insane megalomaniac. Um, they screw drivers over at every possibility. Um, and like I said, the tip thing, I think, I don't actually know whether it's been instituted now or not, but they only did that from competition from Lyft because that was sort of Lyft's push as well. Yeah. Not to mention everything they've done to screw over traditional taxi companies, which whether you like it or not, were there first and were regulated in a way that was meant to be, uh, something that the public trust had a vested interest in, um, what did that? We took a lift in in San Francisco. What what did that uh, driver say about um, about Lyft? She was talking about uh, what was it? She was talking about what Lyft is doing, I guess, to compete with Uber now. Oh yeah, because she so uh, like a lot of people, uh, the Lyft uh, ride that we took was driven by somebody who does both, who works for both companies. And she was saying that Lyft has, in that market anyway, which I assume is very competitive, has um, has boosted up their, uh, there's like a bonus that you get when you do a certain number of rides, I think is what she was saying. So you do like, uh, what was it, like 20 rides a week or 25 rides a week, something like that. If you can get that, what in her mind was a minimal number, then the portion of the fare that you get goes up. 
And the reason Lyft started doing that is because Uber used to do it and then stopped doing yeah, it. Yeah, so they found like a they found like an area where they were lacking or something. Yeah, picked it up, and that's good. And and Lyft is, um, Lyft is uh, they got a customer support uh, building out here. Um, uh, the mustache thing's stupid though. So they'll never. I don't get, think they they'll do never that get anymore. More money. I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, but just kidding. We um we walked everywhere out there. We didn't yeah, do we any didn't, of the right. Didn't do any of the. Didn't do any of that. We what we do? We did public transportation. Um, we actually did. We rode the, the Bart. We rode the Bart, which was uh bad. You sl- you sat next to a sleeping man, which was. I thought it was it was cool. It was unique. Um, but then the what was the other bus that we went on that was no good? The one with the loud teens. Oh yeah, that was the that was the uh that was just the bar, wasn't it? Or was it the No, because there's a Bart and there's another one. Everybody in California is like, eh, it's you know, it's different. They're oh. they're screaming right now in their cars or in their Barts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. But the trolley sucked big balls. Trolley did suck. That was a nightmare. But it was seven dollars. The, the trolley, the 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 trolley, the thing that goes up and down the street was made uh, for people in the 1800s so it's no wonder yeah. we think it sucks now yeah not a lot of stuff from that time period has aged too well yeah what's good Wait, from then what's good what's good from baseball then? uh and even that cast iron skillets I oh think. no i love those <laughs> boy the first skillet out of the gate they just they crushed it they nailed it <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I don't know when skillets were made. Somebody's going to write in and say, hey. Some skillet professor. Some skillet head is going <laughs> to write in and just drag me. But I wanted to talk about uh, a ride sharing thing just to get the plug of Dan in here. And now the he's he's ruined the CEO personally. He's slunk off with his tail between his legs to his billions of dollars. And it's so pathetic. Like, what a little wiener. Ooh, I got lots of money and my life is fine. Dan did the, Dan did the, uh, the, the Uber thing. Oh boy. And also he did the, well, he wrote up the article about the uh, RNC leaks. Yeah. So he's having a, this is the week of Dan. I mean, this guy's, uh, what's his problem? You know, why did he just, uh, leave everybody alone to make a bunch of money and scam people and take advantage of people? What's his deal? Yeah, plus he came on our show as Bigfoot recently. Well, I thought that was the real guy. I thought that was the real Bigfoot. I mean, it was, but <laughs> but if it, you could imagine it being Dan. <laughs> Anyways, I want to talk about a ride-sharing product. Uh, and like I said, I'm not even going to read the title again because we're going to run out of disk space on my hard drive here. But the idea is everybody loves ride-shares except Dan. Yeah. And the cool thing about that is is, hey, you've got those people back there in your back seat. Why not um, show something? Why not show them something? I don't actually know what the idea was behind this. <laughs> so the it makes it seem like it's a way to bring in extra revenue for yourself. Okay. So to say like uh, like I'll put like a like an O Charlie's postcard on the headrest of the car. This is so insane to me because. Um, being in New York and actually taking a, a cab or whatever. You were being, in Brooklyn. Being in a man- <laughs> I wasn't going to say it because you are going to go into your fucking spiel. I, it's not, there's no, I don't but, have anything. But uh, they already do this in the cabs. They have the, the TVs that autoplay and stuff. It's super annoying. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, I'm um, Rob Schneider. Don't forget to buckle your seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> Is it clear I've never been to New from, York City? From his movie, uh, Seatbelt the Movie. 
That's why they chose him. <laughs> hey, it's me, Rob Schneider, star of uh, Seatbelt, the movie. Uh, don't forget to buckle up out there and stay safe. And don't get vaccinated as well. Uh, but they already do this, so they're just reinventing the, the wheel like they're doing with the Lyft. Uh, but you imagine that all those are like... Uh, Again, regulated, right? Like the yeah. city has some vested interest in the medallion owners having safety messages or whatever mm-hmm. on there. Uh, but then you think, okay, this is the wild, wild west here. So they're going to throw up a little ad for, uh, you know, Scientology is buying up all the ad space on the headrests now. And that would almost make sense because you kind of think, well, people are, uh, you know, essentially freelancing. They're independent contractors out there ringing every dollar out of every fare. But what this actually is, is uh, just little signs, and I'll show you the prototypes here, Mike. There's, okay, so there's signs that you glue onto the back of your headrest. Well, I think it's like a little plastic wrap that goes on there. There's a pink one for Lyft and a black one for Uber. And it just says, tipping is not mandatory, but highly appreciated. <laughs> and then they've got one that says, please rate me five stars. And so then they have is, one that says they're tipping. Not, they're not ads. <laughs> they are not ads. They uh, they're just reminders that you can leave a tip if you want. Uh, and it says actual Uber headrest cover with the tipping insert. <clears throat> we are currently getting reports of six dollars to thirty four dollars extra in additional tipping per day from our drivers. Oh man! So you it's, know those you know those like uh those fish in the ocean that like latch onto sharks and eat all the shit that the shark doesn't eat. Of course. Falls out of the shark's mouth. I have like, kids. So I know a lot about fish. They're like, yum, right yum, now. yum. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Some, uh, almost had, this is that, mm-hmm. uh, they're just latching onto something and create, trying to create an economy off of an already existing economy that sucks already. Right. So that's cool. That's cool. It's really great. Look, you can swap out all these insert cards, and they say, uh, "They say Happy Halloween." They say, um, "Happy Easter," "Happy Thanksgiving." I think if Uber or Lyft were smart, they would be doing this already. Like though, they would be hooking up with advertisers and saying, "You can opt into this program." They would actually have legitimate advertisers, not just like wipe your paws or what. Yeah, do you want to advertise with the Lyft or Uber, and then come to like you said, Oh Charlie's, and they have a. Thing. By the way, we are two country bumpkins, and the yeah, only restaurant we ever only, know is only, O'Charlie's. The only one we go to. So have you have you ever been to an O'Charlie's? That is serious. Never been You've never one. been? I've never been to one. You know, this is like their headquarters. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucked up, obviously. It's a good restaurant. You ever go to a you ever go to a Bob Evans? Let's just list off the restaurants. Let's see. Uh, uh, what are all the ones we know? I've Chili's. never been to a Bob Evans. Chili's too. You've never been to a Bob Evans? No, but it's just like Cracker Barrel, I'm isn't gonna, it? I'm going to throw you around. I'm going to whip your legs with a <laughs> extension cord. <laughs> Have you seen that guy who went to Cracker Barrel for like 10 years, like every day? Um, Wasn't that Drills thing that he posted? He posted the guy who went to Cracker oh, Barrel yeah, all the, the time. Oh, uh, the guy got a, like a <laughs> he custom, got a custom wrap or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so what I don't understand is why this needs to be a business. Like, if you just want to sell postcards that say, I work for Uber, and they can put them in the Uber thing, yeah. just go on Etsy and sell those for $6. How much are they asking pop. for, though? You wanted $3,000. You got twenty five. Kind of like a, It's kind of like a half idea. That's being generous, I think, to say he's halfway there. Yeah. 
He's uh he's got the beginnings of something, and for twelve bucks you could get twenty inserts. <laughs> okay. Which I'm not sure what's the business plan there. They just uh have stuff like smile on it. Stuff like that. Don't forget to bring uh your wallet. Happy New Year is one of them. Oh boy. Or you could uh, you could you could actually pledge two hundred and twenty five dollars, and that's the platinum level. Uh, you could receive ten sets of Uber or Lyft headrests, including ten complete packs of inserts for either service. Now, why you would need that is something I don't I haven't quite figured out. As if there are people who he's got the one car. I mean, isn't that sort of the point of Uber and Lyft? Is that it's just the one person? Yeah. Are there people who own fleets of Ubers? That doesn't make sense, right? I don't know. Anyway, funding unsuccessful. Uh, they got twenty five bucks, one backer. Uh, they did. They didn't get there. So, I don't know what went wrong, but it seemed like they were pretty close. So, Mike, what do you got for us? What's your first one? Uh, I got a good one. Um, this is called the Tin Board, T I N B O A R D, and it's an electric skateboard. Pretty cool, right? Mike's cool new bit idea. is that he's going to be spelling every word. I do that a lot. I just don't want people to get confused. Uh, sorry for looking out for the people, JF. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's tin board. Uh, T-I-N. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's it's an electric uh, skateboard that's supposed to be all-terrain. Now, that's a, that's a cool idea, right? If you're in the city, you're, you're skateboarding around, you need to go to work or what have you, Okay, let's see. Skateboard, city, work. All three things I identify with personally. Uh, this They want $25,000 sure. um, for funding. Uh, it is flex funding, uh, so they're going to get it no matter what. Because this is an Indiegogo. Yeah, it's an Indiegogo. Uh, swappable street. I-N-D-I-E. <laughs> swappable street and off, off-road wheels. So you can swap them out. It's kind of a cool kind of idea. Uh, made by these guys in Switzerland, uh, Brenner LTD. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of them. I've heard of them too. Uh, the company doesn't exist. Um, ah, the CEO of this company uh, also doesn't exist. His his profile photo on the on the website is uh, a stock image that <laughs> you can just reverse image search. Oh. Um, are the keywords at least like CEO, businessman? It's like beard, beard man is this is the name. Oh God! That they searched for. So they got like this hipstery type uh, stock image, and they slapped it on there. And it's like this is our CEO. And none hey, of the, none, none be, of the other people uh, exist either. They're all stock photos. It could be me or you up there. Yeah, for heaven's sake. Well, they would probably choose some some other keywords like handsome man, smiling man, uh, muscle man, something like that. But muscle man. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a big scam. It doesn't exist. Um, but well, just because they use stock photos for the for the company literature doesn't mean that this is not a great product. I mean, you talk about a skateboard throwing a motor on there. I mean, that's just that's obvious why you'd want to do that, <laughs> right? Is there it's a good yeah. reason, right? Yeah. Um. But one thing that uh, was built around the counterculture of people falling off of them and hurting themselves um, and that being recorded and everyone enjoying watching that. Yeah. Putting a motor on that seems sort of like the 
it's weird me- next it's, step. It's, and you're going at a, it has a top speed of 25 mile an hour. So if you, good lord, you're just gonna fly off that fucking thing. You're just gonna disintegrate. Yeah. Uh, but once again, doesn't exist. Um, these guys uh, are just trying to scam you, which is a which is a great scam. The good scam of um, of just not being real. Yeah, but doing flex funding so you get the money. Oh, okay, so you don't right, have to deliver it. on, right. on the, pro- the actual product. Uh, oh, something went wrong, and then we got flex funding. So uh, the twenty thousand dollars or whatever they're asking for, what are they asking for? Twenty five, twenty five thousand dollars that they're asking for just goes right into their pocket, and you get nothing. But one <laughs> one guy has pledged uh, at the base level of five hundred and forty nine. It says five eighty nine is what it's been raised so far. What am I missing? Oh shit! What happened? And it says seven of fifteen claimed on the five forty nine level. So what are we? It's fishy. What's going? The math doesn't add up on the page. Very odd. Starting. I'm starting to question it now. I was, I was all, I was on board before, but now I'm starting to. Yeah, something's not adding up. Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't exist. Um, but they have pictures. Yeah, they do have pictures. They had I checked uh, the Google cache of this uh, page, and they had a photo of a woman holding a skateboard, uh, which was also a stock photo. <laughs> it wasn't even they weren't she wasn't even holding the product. Wow. It was just a woman holding. Uh, so a all these pictures of the tin board are stock photos of what, like a good way to die. I don't know. Maybe like, they, what are the maybe keywords? they actually created like a prototype, but like yeah. uh, all of the other shit on there is fake and. You could check the Google cache. They've altered the page. There is no like description there's anymore. No, there's no descri- it's empty. It literally it says literally the word empty, empty space. space. So they've they've gone through and wiped it. I think because uh, people are finding out that it's ridiculous. But should have done a better job of hiding it. Um, maybe when you do find a stock photo that you want to use, just reverse it, like flip it horizontally, so they can't uh, yeah. Google image search it. Smart. Um, or did I just make someone? A millionaire, right there. Um, it's an easy milli for anybody who's listening. But good luck to these guys. I'm sure it'll get funded because uh, everyone's stupid. But it really, it doesn't matter if it gets funded or not. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters. We're all going to die. Cool. Uh, well, thanks, Mike. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about a little something called Cask. Okay. Cask, the insulated bottle. C-A-S-K. Oh, here he goes. Cask. Uh-oh. You just pull a cord and you start this guy up and he's just spelling. Um, Give me a word. Give me a word. I'll spell the shit out of it. <laughs> um, this is called cask and it is a, it's an insulated water bottle, but it, but it has a distinct attitude. It says here. Cool. <laughs> cool. Is that cool or what? That's cool. So it's a water bottle with uh, attitude. Yeah, it's a water bottle with a little panache in it, you know? A water bottle with a little bit of hay. hey. I'm tired of these uh, boring water bottles. Eh, my water bottle's too boring. Eh. The water in it's dull to me. What is know? it? What makes this what makes this special? Um, well, it's aimed at athletic people. Um, not interested. Yeah, so I'm out. Get this out of here. I'm out already. And that's about it. Uh there's not a lot else to this. Um, if you watch the video, it will explain how the, the black speckled on white background pattern is meant to evoke, um, 
the the rubberized grip of like a track and field like outdoor arena there's got to be more to it there's not right no it's, it can't just be a water bottle uh aimed for athletes yeah and then there's one that's it's all this looks like chalk even though it's just the inverse of the other speckled one and then what is this called again it's called cask cask uh there's one that's supposed to look like oh see look at this right here it looks like a wave it's like for surfers or whatever. Yeah. But it's just a bottle. I mean, this is the vacuum sealed technology that we've had probably since like 1900. A stainless steel vacuum insulated water bottle with distinct attitude. Which again is... Doesn't, uh, doesn't mean anything. Just exactly what we've... We put soup in and you go work in the coal mines. Keeps beverage temperature 24 hours cold, 12 hours hot. Which could be... That could mean anything. I mean... <clears throat> so it's like a Yeti or well that's why that's why I put it on here is because I wonder if the water bottle is the new wallet in terms of scam product. Yeah. The ubiquitous thing everybody feels like they have to have a take on was perfected a hundred years ago and we're just like adding junk onto it at this point. Yeah. Got the smart bottle that tells you when to drink your water. You got the one that matches your pants. Yeah, I mean it's um, <clears throat> you. I mean, in an office environment, everybody has one of these water bottles. Everybody right. has a because you can't just drink out of a cup in an office. I mean, yeah, don't be don't be stupid. You're all extreme sports guys in the office, where you're everybody sits behind an iMac and has a massive vacuum sealed <laughs> water bottle full yeah, of the, like peach the, tea. Twenty three hundred dollar iMac that we use Excel on. Yeah. Perfect. Um, exactly what I need. And not not a cent more was spent on it. That's cool, though. Uh, it's It says it's poignant, uh, thoughtful, provocative, uh, and authentic. So you can't argue with that. It is authentically uh, a container that holds liquid. I'll agree with that. It, I'm kind of freaking out here because uh, it's just a water bottle. I thought it was like a something else, right? It doesn't even have a computer chip in it or anything like that. It says, we believe products should do exactly what they are made for and enhance a person's style. So it's like a stylish. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a fashion water bottle. It's an accessory, yeah. You, also, you can't put it in the dishwasher because um, it's it's a double wall insulated thing. So you can't, you have to hand wash everything. Um, you can't put it in the freezer or... Okay, but, but you can control it with your phone, right? <laughs> if only. If <laughs> only. Somebody should make that, huh? But this got funded in less than 24 hours. Yeah, I saw that. It got, uh, it, it was, they, they wanted $9,500. Yeah, and it, and it managed to get $15,228 with 27, 27 days, days to, go. to go. So it's going to skyrocket and... That's going to be the first $100,000 water bottle. And so I don't have anything else to say about cask because there's, I mean, there's nothing else to cask. I, the Yeti thing was something I wanted to mention that I don't understand how Yeti is around, what it's doing. Yeti's like blew up. Yeah. I uh, saw, I don't understand the appeal of a Yeti either. I have, I own like three of them, but I don't understand the appeal still. <laughs> have you paid for them? You no, won I, one, I got didn't them you? as gifts, but... You all right? Just spilled beer all over herself. Maybe I spilled an entire beer. I need a Yeti. You need a Yeti. These guys also created two other Kickstarters uh, before this. One was called the All In Gym Bag. 
Sure. Separate your dry and wet gym clothes, which is possibly a thing. We don't go to the gym, so we don't know if that's a necessity. <laughs> I, don't, or not. I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, and also the trimmer, T R I, I'm going to spell it again. T R I M R. It's a weird spelling. Water plus shake bottle. Okay, so they created another bottle. They went back to the well to create a second bottle for, for this one. These guys love bottles. They love bottles. But this one's for shakes, uh, I guess. The Shaker. T- the two most important substances for the human body are water and protein. So we designed a bottle that delivers both. I thought you were doing a riff. I didn't think that was the actual copy. <laughs> no, that's the copy. Cool. Uh, yeah, I saw a $1,300 Yeti cooler at the mall the other day. Oh, boy. Thirteen hundred bucks. Obviously, I bought it. I I think I've seen that also. Wait, what is that? The REI up there? Is that what it is? I think so. At the mall? Yeah. I mean, that motherfucker. I mean, it's for dead bodies, obviously. Yeah. But that just still seems like a lot. Well, it's not a lot to me, but it's crazy that it's a lot to you. Uh, Jeff, what I got for you here tonight? <laughs> I want you to play this, a little bit of this video because it's so good. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> I'm starting a Kickstarter project, and I think this is a very uh, good one. Um, we all heard about the fake news in the media, um, liberal bias, how they do uh, polls, what's really going on, what's not really going on. It'll say it's in the 13s, but we know better. You know, basically, he's, he's doing a good job the best he can with what he has. Um, I was trying to explain it to someone else. I said... For eight years, if you were able to run nuts, and then someone comes in and puts on down the hammer, you're gonna people are not gonna be happy with that. Freedom is something. Okay, so not uh, the best speaker, obviously. He could have farmed this out, I think. <clears throat> but um, from two professional speakers here, it's kind of it's kind of sad, like when you see people who are like so not brainwashed, but. They're just, like, really into it, but they don't know... Stupid retards, I think. So <laughs> your... Yeah, maybe. Um, but just, uh, I don't know, man. Somebody well, so so adamantly stupid, though. Yeah. I guess, like, violently stupid. Yeah, like, it, you know, it's one thing to see the written comments from people who are in support of being ground under the boot of capitalism and fascism. Uh, but to see their faces as they talk about how great it's, it is. It sucks, right? Because they're like, visceral. they're super, like, they believe in it. They believe, like, every word that Donald Trump says. They're super, they believe, like, all of this shit. Like, watch Fox News religiously. and oh, They're lying to it. And, like, it's crazy to me to, like, see someone or, like, meet someone, especially if you have somebody in your family who's like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, just just crazy to me. But everybody has those people in their family, and and what's weirder to me is that there are whole families that are like that. Yeah. Um, Entire families that must get together around the table and just start hemming and hawing about, <clears throat> about how good of a job Donald Trump is doing as the president. It's kind of funny, though, that there, this guy was like, uh, yeah, you had somebody who... Went crazy for eight years, and then uh, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. That was the exact thing that uh, Obama supporters said when uh, George W. Bush left office. They're like, well, right. now we're so it's just like the same. It's the same shit, but it's it's 
Same shit, different day, man. Uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy. This guy wants $20,000 to travel around the United States to... First of all, he looks like shit. <laughs> Can we just say <laughs> looks, that? This guy looks, looks like shit. He looks, he looks like shit, but he looks like he looks better than me. Okay. <laughs> um, but he, he's like, uh, I might want a camper, so I'm going to need some help with that. Uh, $20,000, 43 days to go. He's not going to make it. His idea is stupid. He sucks. Um... <laughs> No, but I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's probably like a. I mean, nice, he should. Be, he should be congratulated. Nice person. <laughs> Somebody. Should, I mean, I'm not inciting anything. It sounds like, a, from a legal perspective, that you you are saying that someone should shoot this guy in the brown fox. Because is, is that what you're saying? Um, well, I just the only thing I would say is, Mike. Sometimes when we get off on a tangent like this, it helps for me to go back in later and edit in something nicer, but. Uh, I can only do that with my own voice. So I would just advise you <laughs> if you want to leave me with some clips of you saying yeah. like really normal phrases, I can just patch them in later. Uh, hey, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Now you can just say whatever yeah. you want. Out of yep. that, right? um, the only problem he, he sees happening with this under the risks and challenges section is not raising enough money or finding out I need more money. So one of those two things could happen. Hard to imagine. Um, I guess anything's so. possible. Well, kudos to this guy. I hope that the ardent Trump supporter gets the money from other people. Yeah, I hope that he can. <laughs> I hope that he can find somebody who has an opinion on Donald Trump. Best of luck. <laughs> Best of luck to better this him guy. than us, huh? Uh, the the slow degradation of our nation continues. I'm sure, like, if you take, like, all of his uh, weird ideologies and opinions, he's probably a nice, nice person, right? I'm sure he's a nice man. I have to say that about everyone that we talk shit on, uh, yeah. just in case they get mad at me. So. He's a nice man. I'm sure he's nice. And Donald Trump is a nice man. Yeah, I'm sure that he's nice, too. Donald I, Trump is nice. I don't think that, I, I don't think that he's nice. I think he is a piece of shit. Really? What if he was like a, like a factory worker at a P and G or something? But he, he was still Donald Trump, but he was a, uh, just a guy. You think he'd still be a piece of shit? That's funnier than any political thing that's been on SNL ever. I think. Yeah, well, dealing with me, so funny, funny guy over here. Funny, um, funny or die. I think you're going to be on the funny side. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> or I mean I guess die is good too. I don't want to die. Um this did not get funded and will not get funded. Uh? <laughs> so no best of luck to this guy. Um uh eat shit. Uh eat shit and die on on, on this fella. But he's still a nice <laughs> But he is a nice man. Uh so for me, Mike, I've got one here. This is my last one. Uh it's called Gotta Vape Em All. Yeah, of course. Gotta vape them all. Vape at you. Our courage will pull us through. All right, now I'm just going to sing the actual song. Uh, that wasn't the actual song. <clears throat> well, I mean, it was in a way. <clears throat> uh, so this is Gotta Vape Them All. Uh, this is created by a teenager uh, who loves vaping. Yeah. So that's how it's good, and that's how you know it's good. And uh, here's the copy for this. I want to read this. Uh, basically in, in completion because it's very good to me and very near and dear to my heart, and I love it. 
So it says here, I never get along with my managers, no matter the job. And I have always thought about running my own business. So here's my shot, uh, which generally I think that would probably be page one in the handbook of how to get money is yeah. to say how dysfunctional you are up front. I've never got. So you said I'd never gotten along with any of my managers. Okay. No matter the job. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so that's fairly smart. Uh, and here, here it goes. This is from two years ago, so if it sounds a little dated, that's why. But this vaping has become a very popular in this day and age. Uh, and that is, there's not, that's it. Verbatim. Yeah. And it seems as though, why not take advantage while we can? My partner and I would like to create a vape shop that's unlike any other. The two of us being nerds plays a big factor, more so than just anime slash books slash movies and things we essentially want to create a place people could come and hang out, meet people similar, and make new friends. Uh, our employees would be allowed to wear what they wanted, uh, so maybe you can get like a little sneak preview of what kind of issues this person has with their manager uh, just by reading this, uh, and be encouraged to cosplay as well as allowing discounts to anyone that cosplays as their favorite characters from books slash shows slash anime slash movies, anything allowing there to be no judging based off what people like to do in their free time and even having parties on weekends for birthdays and things. We would have a DJ on Friday and Saturday nights. And just to interject here, this is a vape shop. Yeah. So, um, we would have a DJ on Friday and Saturday nights allowing people to come hang out and still not just feel like they're walking into a store, you know, because people hate that feeling when they walk into stores. Yeah. It was like I'm just in another store. <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> having movie marathons on, on Wednesdays so people could come vape and watch all seven Hobbit slash Lord of the Rings movies. Jesus Christ. The movies that are famously three hours long apiece. Yeah, but when you when you play a three hour movie, you you're locking yourself in. So you got you got a captive audience. And all they want to do is vape. Risks and challenges. Uh risks. People we want to come to our place can be shy or be turned off by others that are against vaping. We say do a bit more research. Spend one day with us and let us open your mind. So, I mean, you're going to have a hard time talking me down just to one day spent with these guys. <laughs> That's what I say to it. I watched a I watched a documentary about um please say vaping. Not not vaping. But it's on Netflix now. It's about Herbalife. It's really good. The pyramid scheme bullshit. I love herbs, dude. Um <clears throat> but one guy that well this this I have to say this the scam of Herbalife is you're supposed to um set up these like uh nutrition clubs cuz you can't sell the product at like a storefront but you can set up a nutrition club and sell herbalife to your members who join the club right so that's the that's the big scam of it it's but, a it's a pyramid scheme yeah yeah okay but like um so this guy in this documentary uh set up all of these nutrition mike h clubs <laughs> Clubs and like started the started to realize oh shit this is a, a big time scam and I'm an idiot so he uh, he dropped out of Herbalife and it was like ah, I have all these leases still for all of these uh, nutrition clubs so he turned all of them into vape stores and actually uh, didn't, didn't go bankrupt wow 
kind of a genius move, but uh, now he's stuck with vape stores. So <laughs> now he's going to turn it into like fidget spinner stores. Or something. Oh, God. Yeah. He's just constantly going from one thing to the next on his 14 <laughs> just, stores. Just locked into whatever the hot new thing is. That rocks. He's going to start a podcast store next. <laughs> oh, it's going to put us out of business. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that um, the people who own the Orlando Magic made their money in Amway? Yeah, I could see that happening. And then, uh, and then also, she's the secretary of education. I had some, I had some family members I feel like who were into Amway when I was a kid, but I actually don't know what it is other than it's like the most famous pyramid scheme, like Mary Kay or yeah. What what is what does Amway actually sell? Is it like Tupperware? <laughs> I I do I not know. Um, I I I want to say they sell just rebranded products like uh. They sell turds, it says here. They sell actual turds. <laughs> you buy into the turds, and as long as the people under you are selling multiple is turds. It like, is it like uh, Finger Hut? You remember that? Remember Finger Hut? Uh, now, okay, so Finger Hut, I've seen recent-ish commercials, and they're like uh, <clears throat> like you you buy like a blender on credit. Is that? Well, the, uh, the Finger Hut is a place at the... Um, uh, the Juggalo convention where you can go finger a babe. So close, <laughs> but no cigar on that one, JF. Wow. Um, this guy also started two more Kickstarters before this. One was a. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy's full one. of this guy's full of good ideas. This the, yeah, these are good. Uh, one is uh, he wants to start making outfits for puppies slash dogs. So he's covering all of his bases there. Yeah, but if you read that one. Um, actually what he wants the money for is to, uh, buy the dog. No. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is because he doesn't have a dog. So uh, he wants, um, help. He says, help this little guy be my model. And then he said, he doesn't even know if he likes dressing up or not. Uh, he he's not, he doesn't know if he's potty trained cause it's not his dog. So God just, damn it. I want to I want to start making outfits for puppies and dogs. I have the fabric and machines. I just need the corgi. So he's missing just one small part. One small element of it. Of his dog. And we can clothing. I mean we can get that really at any time in the yeah. process. Yeah, he wanted $1000 to get a dog. God damn it. It's pretty cool. And this guy's 19 you said. <laughs> yeah, but did you see what the other one was? Um, I did not. What is it called? It's called Tomorrowland. Mm, okay, it's one of those um, uh, one of those festivals that uh, people will go to in Europe to listen to, like a what's that guy Mousehead? What's that guy's name? Uh, what is his name? Danger Mouse. No, it's not Danger Mouse. It's a Mal. It's like Jesus. Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. Man, we are so fucking old. Our old pieces of shit. Uh, Dead Mouse and like Skrillex, you know. Those yeah. guys who are different guys, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't know because he's in that big head. So how do you really know? <laughs> Skrillex and Dead Dead Mouse, and then uh, what are those other two guys that were the big, the French guys? Daft Punk. Yeah, they're all the same guys. They're all the same guy, and it's actually just one guy, even though there's two guys in Daft Punk. Got a mirror set up. Very complicated. But he wanted, uh, yeah, he wanted three thousand dollars to go to Belgium to see a music festival. And that one didn't get funded either. Is that right? Well, now let me check. Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, he says here, um, 
I, I want to show the difficulties of not going home and sleeping in a small tent just so y- you can see one person preform. And really, if a guy can make over $100,000 for a potato salad, I think I can make a small amount to show how strongly music does affect the world. Hmm. That's the... This did not get funded. Yeah. Did you see the the a couple a couple of episodes ago we had one on that was uh people who just wanted to travel around and they wanted a bunch of money for it. Yeah, but at least they looked good. Yeah, that got canceled too. <laughs> so Did they make did anyone do anything? It was uh, zero. I don't think they made any money whatsoever. So uh maybe not the best idea for a Kickstarter. So I wonder if just the scam days of Kickstarter are completely over. Uh, I mean, in the sense that you can't just Put up a cool picture and go viral and get money. Yeah. Yeah. You have to actually scam people just like any other business. Yeah. With the marketing and the a little harder now. A little harder to scam people. So Um But but do you think the DJ in the seven Lord of the Rings movies in a vape <laughs> shop do you think that sounds like a good idea? I think it does sound like a good idea. Uh the one thing that um is missing, I guess, from any store is uh just a DJ, yeah, and uh, a big wizard hanging out there, and that's that's where you come in, Mike. That's where I come in. I'm I'm DJ Gandalf, and I will be performing at uh, Sir Smoke a Lot's vapes. <laughs> well, it's not it's not smoking; it's vaping. So that's he's already <laughs> fucked up. For 120 bucks, you could have gotten a free 120 milliliter and 30 milliliter of any flavor. Well, wouldn't that just be 150 milliliters? Busted. This guy's still in Calc 1, so he has no idea. Um, and you also get a cookie and a brownie. Well, okay, so what kind of... What kind of <laughs> <laughs> so they got a bake shop, they got a DJ, they got a multiplex. Spread and, yourself too thin, bud. And they That's got the problem they is. got cosplaying with discounts for cosplaying, and you can wear whatever you want, and there's no bosses up your ass. I'm just like a 40-year-old construction worker, and I just want to get uh, my vaping. Yeah. All these anime nerds are in there. Oh, God, it sounds so good. I can't believe this didn't take off. Yeah. Uh, 65 grand was the asking price, um, and he did. Looks, it looks like it got, is this zero dollars here? <laughs> zero, yeah. So close. Yet so far. Yeah. Uh, you asked if the scam days are over, and I'm happy to report that they're not. <laughs> Uh, this next Kickstarter is called FitCube. FitCube. Okay, now this reminds me, Mike. Did our fidget cubes ever come in, or are they still on that boat from Hong Kong? Uh, they came in. Because um, I don't have it. It's not in my hands right now. I sat them on uh, a desk, and I think in the course of cleaning my house, I put them in a drawer. So <laughs> that's where they are. Thanks, thanks so much for, to the uh, fidget cube uh, manufacturers for that. That I'll, rocks. I'll dig it out in probably 10 years. The incredible journey. Yeah. It's put together by some tiny kid's hands. Yep. And, and fucking... Loaded onto a shipping over. container. Made the Two made the weeks journey. to get over here, and then now it's in your fucking drawer in a basement. That's cool. But not this one. This is called the Fit Cube, JF. Uh, it's, a, it's a toy. You might, you might think it's similar to the Fidget Cube, right? But it's not. Based on the fact that it is a cube... Yeah. Uh, FitCube's a toy that fits perfectly together. It's one of the most satisfying toy that will provide you with a full sense of satisfaction. That sounds, that sounds right up your alley. 
I have never been satisfied by any toy or cube. Or anything, for that matter. Yeah, right? Um, I'm going to break it down for you. This is a wooden cube that is in two parts. Oh, Jesus. And it is like, uh, <clears throat> it's cut in such a way that the cuts are intricate, uh, like ni- a bunch of 90 degree angles and stuff. But you, you just pull it apart and uh, and look at it. It doesn't even look, it's not even that complicated. It's not and, like uh, a... Well, there's no, no complication to it. It's just uh, you pull it apart and you put it back together and that's it. I mean, you goof off with it. the design itself is not even, like you said, you, I think you said intricate. It's... I don't even know if that's it's like a couple of a couple of angles that they yeah. jigged out of a cube. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like two <laughs> like three cuts of it? It's um, not even that many. From a from a scam standpoint though. <laughs> super good. <laughs> These guys are trying to ride the wave of fidget spinner 2.0. Um don't think it's going to work. $150 of the 34 thousand five hundred dollar goal two backers 14 days to go bitcube not gonna make it this pisses me off it's so bad right it's like the worst product i've ever seen it's so bad go on here and uh, go on to kickstarter.com or uh, i'll put the links up on our patreon page um that's my dog flynn he's gonna check out the fit cube <laughs> he's stoked about it right now this actually is like dog level toy yeah it's just a cube it's just a cube. My dog can tackle better toys than this. I haven't watched the video for it. Um, I can't imagine that they're going to be able to justify it uh, in any way that would make sense. Well, the GIF is good. Yeah, it's just a it's guy. like three frames just coming <laughs> apart and going back together of this wooden cube, these two pieces of, of wood. Also, it's not apart. wood, it's plastic. So, oh boy! So there's really nothing to like about this at all, except for the fact that it is a scam and a terrific one. This guy, the guy, um, this guy says uh, they had some professor review it, right? He's uh, the cube professor. He's a professor of experimental psychology. So this guy knows what he's knows what he's doing. He says, "I think it has to do what." I think it has to do with a new way of putting things together in a surprising, novel, and exciting way. So this guy doesn't even know what. Uh, no. Why he, would you put that on your copy? <laughs> hey, I think I think what your product is is. Uh, <laughs> weird. This guy was messed up on opium, and they just slid a piece of paper in front of him, and he signed it. This other guy says, "I think in the time in which we live, we are so inundated with so many things that to be able to bring order to things." that don't necessarily go together. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I mean, these things are designed to go together. And in um, fact, it was one thing at one time, so... Yeah, you just cut it apart. Well, don't don't think... I mean, it, it does have benefits, right? Uh, it says here it's therapeutic. Uh, <laughs> Adulting like a boss. It relieves stress. Um, well, I don't have any stress, so I don't... I don't think it would help me. It's a brain stimulator. It stimulates your brain. Ah, uh, uh, I gotta get stemmed up. Just bullshit, right? Um, Horse crap. Look, it says, uh, uh, the project FitCube came up a few years ago. My roommate and I, both in art school, we found it oddly satisfying when random everyday objects would fit perfectly together. We later found there was a group called Things That Fit Together with other people finding satisfaction in perfectly fitting objects. This is when FitCube started. 
They yeah. uh, they had an autism club. Yeah, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, they saw fidget spinners and stuff and were like, we need to uh, make some scratch. It uh, there's actually a backstory, so don't don't go thinking that it's just a uh, fly by night operation. These guys are in it for the long haul. Yeah, and they're serious about it too. Fit Cube uh, sucks, uh, big ass. Never gonna make it. One fifty. Thirteen days to go of thirty four thousand dollars. But they're nice guys. So but they're nice. <laughs> so. And you know what? And these are nice men. So yep, that's the six pack, JF. That's the six pack. Why don't we take a quick uh, uh, potty break? We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the potty right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go. Do I still have to go? You need to try. Okay. And uh, and we'll be right back with your letters right after this on your Kickstarter sucks. The podcast. Squeezed everything we could out because uh, we're we're about to go on a big road trip, so we have to go pee before we get on the road, right, Mike? Uh, that's not that's not right. I don't know where you because we're not going to be stopping until lunchtime. Okay, uh, mailbag. We got the mailbag uh, coming up, but but first, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got something super. We got go to go to the potty. We got to go to the. We got. <laughs> this guy loves. Going to the potty. We have to. I'm a dad. I have two toddlers. Going to the potty is my whole life. Mm-hmm. I live in that thing. My, yeah. It's the best room in the house. Nice. Yeah, you get in there. You, I mean, you do whatever it is you got going on. Whatever in there. it is that people do in there. You just wipe yourself down. Just find a towel and just roll in it. <laughs> roll around on the floor. Yeah, I guess most of it. Yeah. But first, I wanted to talk about uh, what... The fine folks over at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks are up to. Uh, these guys over there, first of all, I just want to say they're great guys. Um, they're great guys and gals. I love what they're able to do um, whenever it is they're able to do it. Are you talking about Mike and Jesse? Talk about Mike and Jesse. Okay. Um, and these guys will put out even more show for you. So they they do the regular show, and then they do they say, ah, oh, that's that's not that's not enough. We want to do uh, more of it. What they say is, you know, okay, so we know we hit a home run with the regular show, yeah. But what if we hit a grand slam or a double home run or a, a double home that yeah? Uh, so one of the letters that we got recently was somebody saying nobody uh, is nobody can make pretending to know about sports funny except Mike. But what I would say to them is Mike knows his sports, so yeah. that's a misplaced compliment. They thought I, I didn't know anything he about sports. He thought you didn't know anything about sports. Watched sports pretty much all my life. Uh, like, I'm no means an expert, but I know what I'm talking about. You're a hardcore fan. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite basketball player? Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? Gotta go. Gotta go with, uh, <clears throat> gotta go with Larry Bird. Famous uh, basketball player for the uh, Celtics. Okay. So. Perfectly fine answer. Two, those two right ones, right? I got his name right and the team he played for. Yep. 
So the fabulous number. Yeah, the fam- that's what that's his nickname. It's the fabulous number. <clears throat> the Mister Fabulous uh, was another one that he. Uh, to me, the greatest player uh, to ever uh, handle the uh, pigskin, Mr. Larry Bird. Pretty much known, like more than anything else, for his incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, another good one is uh, uh, John Stockton. Yeah, great little player. Uh, one of the best point guards ever. Yep. Uh, Kurt Rambis is another one. Kurt Rambis. Surprised to hear that one. Yeah. Like to get dirty with him. Kurt huh? the Kid. Speaking of kids, uh, Jason Kidd is another one. Yeah. Great player. Good guy. Uh, did I say Larry Bird? Yeah. What about uh, just off the top of my head, Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson? Um, Who is. Mm-hmm. Those are uh, NBA players. Is that right? Uh, former. Yeah. Former NBA players. Okay. Uh, LeBron James. These uh, are all pro guys. Yeah, they went pro. Okay. Um, uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Jerry West is another one. Okay, yeah. Good guy there. Uh, sort of an older one. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, not, ringing any, not ringing any bells. Uh, Steve Nash. Ever heard of that guy? Yeah, I've heard of Steve Nash. So, all the best all the best players. You liked a lot of little guys, <clears throat> huh? Yeah. I think that's the one defining characteristic about those guys is they were all on a small. What about um, Hakeem Olajuwon? Uh, Gazuntite. <laughs> no, I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, uh, love sports. Making it up. So uh, that's where you come in is the name of our our mailbag segment. Yeah. And uh, thanks to a a wonderful listener by the name of Jay Farrar, uh, we've got a theme song in, and I'm gonna go ahead and play that now. That's where you come in. It just gets better every time I hear it. One of the best ever. Uh, Right up there with all the famous theme songs that I guess have ever been. What, the Game of Thrones one? The... uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Game one. of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones, dude. Right? Yeah, did you have anything you wanted to say about Game of Thrones before no, we got going? never seen it. Here's our little Game of Thrones segment. It's called Mike of Thrones. Mike, uh, what do you got to say about it? Just, uh, they're doing good over there this season. Uh, they got swords. It hasn't started yet. So I'm the like, first I'm letter like, we've got here is from Tyler in the mailbag. Tyler writes, Hello, guys. Uh, so weird greeting right off the bat. This is my first. Oh, he says this show is great. Uh, I want to make sure that that's a part of it because that's canonical to his email that our show is good. Did you, uh, did he get the right show? Did he mean to send it to uh, some other show? Or? What show do you want to start a beef with right now by saying it? Let's uh, let's take those Chapo guys down to Peg. Hey, Chapo Trap House. I hope you're listening to this. Um, I hope you're having a nice day. Yeah. Did I do it right? That was it. And hey, uh, Chapo Trap House, <clears throat> how many guys you got over there doing your podcast? Like uh, 10 or something like that? Why don't you get uh, some more over there? Why don't you get two more? Yeah. Uh, and actually, I know the two guys, and I will send you their emails if you want them. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so consider this beef on. Yeah. The beef, 
The beef is on. The beef is on. Da, 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 on the da, street. Da, 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 the beef is on. Yeah, I remember that, of course. Where's the beef? The beef is between uh, Chapo Trap House and your Kickstarter sucks. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. The old Wendy's ads, where's yeah. the beef? Yep, I got it. You don't have to uh, ask me if I got it. I got it. I was talking to the Chapo guys. They're all so young over there. They probably don't even know what commercials are. Yeah, exactly. Because they're over there watching on their Hulu. They're over there. Um, what are they doing over there? Let's talk about what they're doing over there. They're Tyler, you can hold on just a sec. We've got to start this beef. Tyler, you need to cool it. Um, the Chapo guys, what are they doing? Um, <clears throat> so 10 of them crowded around a phone, and they're like, oh, look at this. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. This is messed up. Yeah. What's up with this? Uh, here's my impression of the Chapo Trap House uh, yep. podcast when they go on stage right on. live at a sold out show. Here it comes in, in New York City. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody! Thanks for having us. Oh, my it's God. great to be here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nailed it. I mean, are you are you kidding me with these yeah. guys and gals? There's one one gal. Well, listen. By the hey, by the time this airs, they might have uh, they might have two more gals, and I know their emails as well. <laughs> and they're not even two guys wearing wigs either. So, and I'll put you in touch. So, uh, Tyler says this show is great. Doesn't say what show. He says this is my first Patreon subscription. I know you guys have talked about subscribers voting on what Kickstarters to fund. Ooh, we gotta do that. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler, uh, for blowing up our spot. Um, but he says the squeeze Louise bit got me thinking that it would be really funny if you all made, uh, your own Kickstarter squeeze Louise was so funny. You could have people vote on your ideas and legitimately try to get something funded with the video and everything. Anyways, I know it would be a lot of work, but just a thought, thank you for the content. You're right. It would be a lot of work. (laughs) So no, I I actually was going to do something like that. I was going to, um, I don't know if I said this. Did I say this before? I was going to... I think we can repeat ourselves. It's our show. Yeah. Hey, if uh, we go on Chapo Trap House <laughs> now, then we won't repeat ourselves. I was going to say, like, uh, give give this away to the Patreon subscribers. It's a smart sock, and it's just a... Uh, we just get, like, a six-pack of tube socks, and... Uh, I think we're going to need more than that, buddy. And we... Uh, we just uh, scotch tape a iPhone cable to one of them, yeah, and that's your reward. But I thought that would be uh, extremely messed up to do. Yeah, but sometimes we just like to get twisted like that. Hey, free sock too. Like what are the guys? Remember when Jared Leto like fucked a pig and then sent it to his co-stars or whatever it was he did? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys break up after that, or did he? Uh... <clears throat> All right. So what else we got here? Uh, JF. All right. Now uh, we got a new letter here from it says Chapo Trap House at Chapo dot com. <laughs> uh, keep our name out your mouth. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, here's one from Jared uh, L. It says uh, uh, Jesse. Why don't you call me back? <laughs> that's that's weird. That is weird. You can do that. That he would here. write the podcast email. <laughs> um, this one is from our friend Gegtick. I don't know Gegtick's name, um, but he says uh, he or she says. We probably have a lot of female listeners. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's probably like eighty uh, percent. I would say female. Eighty percent female. Yeah, definitely not one of those things where like if you you can go and look at your Twitter demographics mm-hmm. and how it's uh, pretty much always ninety one percent peckers. What do, what do girls do? I don't know. What do women do? I don't know because they don't show up. 
They don't show up for any of the sweet alt comedy we're putting out there. Why? Now, here's what I don't get. Okay. Why don't women like and fave all our posts uh, where we say, um, I need to cut off my pecker, my wiener. I need uh, to cut my balls off. I got something stuck in my pussy. Yeah. Uh, Why don't they fave any of that stuff? Why don't they like any of that stuff? I have diarrhea coming out of my ass and my pussy. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be big with women, but no. All right. Uh, he says, uh, here's an idea for your $2,000 stretch goal. You could start a subreddit for this podcast. That's a good idea. It is a good idea. Um, and that'll help us with the women, too, because Reddit, uh, I think, is also 80% uh, yeah. babes. Famously pro-women Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit loves women, and women love it right back. So we're almost at that $2,000 mark. So Yeah. I think the initial uh, idea was that when we had 2000 we had to make the show good. And I'm glad we backed off of that. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> kind of a uh... big ask. That's kind of a big ask to say we're going to be good all of a sudden. I mean, all of a sudden, you want us to be good? We've only done 21 episodes. <laughs> Plus all the bonus episodes. You want us to be good all of a sudden? Yeah. We need, to, we need at least Ow. 50, 60. I still haven't figured out where to put my feet during the show. I'm yeah. still hitting them on uh, the desk. So we got a long ways to go as far as I'm concerned. But we're getting there. We're eh, Well, we're, we well, are. We're thinking about getting there. We're thinking about it. Um, okay, so uh, finally here we've got uh, an email from Charles. Uh, Charles writes, hi, Jesse and Mike. First off, I'm a big fan of YKS. Uh, thank you, Charles. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, Charles. This, you just paused and looked at me. Well, I was waiting for you to say thank you to Charles. <laughs> thank you, Charles. My sweet baby boy. I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, Long Commute, he says, and it's the only one that regularly makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> just looked at me again. <laughs> okay. All right. We're still getting the timing down on reading emails. He says, I try to avoid listening to it at work for that reason. I'm emailing to run something past you both. I recently read and enjoyed the book Capitalist Realism by Mark Fisher. Uh, Parenthetically, he adds, it will likely come as no surprise that I'm a Chapo listener. Amber recommended it on an episode a while back. And I've been thinking about a particular passage in the context of your show. It comes near the end of the book after a section about Adam Curtis and the state of media under late capitalism. He goes on to quote a certain section from page uh, 75 of the book by Mark Fisher. Uh, He continues, To me, Fisher accounts for a lot of the peculiarities of a platform like Kickstarter, why the products it produces tend to be so infantile or derivative or both, and why said products can still go on to be incredibly popular. I suppose my question is, do you agree? Or to put it another way, can Kickstarter ever produce, quote, good content, or is it structurally precluded from doing so? I think Steve Jobs once said, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, that you have to tell customers what they want. You can't say, I can't say I'm really a fan of the guy, but maybe he had a point. On the other hand, I think Patreon has enabled some really fantastic work, yours included. Perhaps the distinction is that Patreon users tend to seek funding for something they're already doing rather than trying to anticipate uh, people's desires. In any case, sorry for the long email. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Regards, Charlie. So I would say that you definitely are not listening to the same show that we're doing. <laughs> you seem too smart to uh, be listening to this program. Yeah, I just uh, 
What's your, hey, Charlie, what's your last name? Einstein? Come on. <laughs> huh? Hey, uh, what's your, what's your, uh, uh, what's your last name? Einstein? <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I would say that I think it's funny when, um, they have a thing on there where you can wipe your own butt with a stick. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question necessarily. <laughs> can, can Kickstarter ever produce quality products? Um, I think so. You do think so. I mean, like I've supported some albums and stuff, but that's that's albums. I would, yeah, that's different. Not in the same category as like a. That's that's art. Product, yeah, right? let's yeah, it's purely consumer facing products. I think still yes, but I don't think so because uh, we don't need any of this shit. Well, yeah, but now you're thinking about it just purely from the perspective of people who try to find the stuff to make fun of on there. But like, uh, there are certain things that make sense. Um, are they? Are they? Are they a need? Do they? Well, no. But then, no, but then nothing is improve your life. Then nothing is. Is it? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like a. What's the need? The need is like <clears throat> a clean water. Okay, so no, it's probably not going to produce the thing that yeah. cleans water for everyone. But if you have a, a bit broader scope for what you're thinking of is a good or useful product that would, you know, uh, maybe half the time find purchase in a market somewhere else. Well, think about it, right? There's like a, <clears throat> a water bottle that charges your phone, right? Is it is that good? Right. Like it, it helps you because it gives you water. It also charges your phone. But uh, is it something that improves your life? Because you're you're gonna have to charge the water bottle, refit like you're just adding more uh, bullshit to your life. Not, I guess, not really. I don't know. But again, it's it, a, it, but but again, it's a gadget. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're self-selecting. Like, no, Kickstarter can't produce a useful gadget. Nobody can produce a useful gadget <clears throat> like it, defined as such. No, yeah. that's never gonna happen because by definition, they are useless. But, you know, certain things like uh, like right now, to take, for example, the phone market is very fragmented, especially on the Android side. Uh, and even though Android dominates the marketplace, uh, there are still tons of options, but it's extremely top heavy, right? Samsung and, and what else? I mean, LG will put out a phone and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and whatever. But what's cool about the direct-to-consumer movement especially because um, wireless carriers propped up the phone market for so long is now the price of a traditional flagship phone has gone up so much because we demand so much from our phones now. And these companies are among the biggest in the world. Um, There is room for these middle class phones to like sneak in. Right. So phones are of course gadgets, but by this point I think we'd all agree. Like we obviously all need them quote unquote because everyone has them. So uh, you know, Kickstarter is a cool market for stuff like that, and I don't even know the brands offhand that are doing it. Like OnePlus, I think maybe started on Kickstarter. Wasn't that one of the ones that did? I think so. Yeah. Um, and now they're on their fifth version or fourth version of the phone or whatever, and they're a legitimate player in the market now. So Kickstarter can do things like that, but those are already companies like with established supply lines and contacts and you know real developers and stuff. I don't think somebody in his basement is going to turn out something on Kickstarter. That's ever useful. No, I think that's it's all diversion. But yeah. for art, like you were saying, CDs, albums that are tough to make, um, <clears throat> books where it essentially works just as a form of pre-order, 
Yeah. I think all that stuff is, it's great for it. But I mean, 90% of the junk we talk about on here is just like, it's a uh, lands landfill crap. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's chaff, right? And I want that sweet wheat, baby. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that wheat. Give me that wheat. But thanks for writing in, Charles. I appreciate your uh, intellectual perspective on the show uh, and Kickstarter in general. And I would just say um, maybe uh, put down a book, uh, Point Dexter. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's make fun of that guy for being uh, very smart. Let's make fun of the guy for being our smartest and most interested <clears throat> yeah, listener the guy of all who, time. The guy who elevated the podcast. Yeah. yeah. For, for like 10 minutes. He didn't even ask anything about a fucking cube. That's what pisses me off. Can you? Would it kill you to write about a cube in your email, Charles? Crying out loud. All right. And the last thing I want to do on here, Mike, is touch base with you on the Ethan situation. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to talk about this. I want to see if you have uh, finished up with your homework from a few weeks ago, just to catch everybody up on the situation uh, to this point. Yeah, what was uh, just refresh refresh the listeners about what? Uh, and it, what will it I be refreshing I was, anyone else or just, just the, the listeners? listeners? Just refresh them. Uh, give a quick update about what that was that I was supposed to do. So, Mike, hmm. uh, you might remember that uh, a listener, Ethan, wrote in. Uh, early in June, asking if we would uh, be able to give uh, his sister, who I mistakenly wrote as wife, uh, and then did it again just now, actually. Could so be, could be both. I have a hard time distinguishing between sister and wife. Hey, we are from Tennessee. Hey, uh. <laughs> and uh, asking if we'd be able to give her a shout out on the show. Her birthday's coming up. She's a big fan of the show purportedly, which again, I find really difficult to believe because she's a woman, <laughs> but I take him at face value. At, uh, at some point uh, when you're saying that you're just entering sexist territory, women have all kinds of ideas that could be interested in anything, Jesse. And the fact that you say that it's not okay for a woman to listen to this podcast is frankly mm-hmm. uh, objectionable. And I find it disgusting. If you're going to be such a good ally, why don't you start uh, emailing the women you <laughs> promise to email? Uh, so, uh, and he also requested a, a picture of pickles, your pig. Um, so just, uh, can I ask for- Pickle, pickles has an Instagram. Okay. It's Instagram.com forward slash pickles, the piglet. Um, so there's pickles there's is going to get the YKS bump. He's going to get the YKS bump. Uh, uh, so he asked for a shout out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Mike says, uh, oh, we we forgot to say it during the regular episode. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, but I'll give her an email. Um, yeah. And then he says, oh, thanks so much. No worries. She'll totally love an email from the YKS crew. Then we talked about it on the show. You were really perturbed at me for saying it and bringing oh, it up. It. Uh, you didn't like that I had talked about it in front of everyone. And uh, and I just wanted to know if you if you went ahead and sent that email out yet. Did you get that email out to uh, Ethan's sister? I think Kathleen. I did send it um, uh, from... A different email account. I know you're checking it right now. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and check the sent mail. It might here. be the second uh, secret YKS email account that okay. I sent it from. So okay, because it is not showing up uh, here. Yeah. So uh, it'll get there. We also didn't give a shout out to Justina. Again, we're not doing last names. Try not to do last names uh, on here. Shit. Uh, Unless she specifically requested that. Uh, well, she didn't. So. 
We'll edit that out. Okay. <laughs> Justina wrote uh, or, or drew our uh, Twitter avatar, and I just want to say thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's really dope. Thank oh. you. Uh, Justina, last name. Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Uh, so, Mike, you've still got a little bit of homework to do. I noticed in the inbox we got a couple of pickles picks that need sending out. Uh, and again, that is something that I volunteered you for, but still feel like you need to hold up your end of the bargain there. Yeah. Um, I'm on it. You're on it. I'm on it. Okay. So that does it for uh, that's where you come in. That does it for the show. Uh, Mike, is there anything else you want to address before we get off of here? Um, no. I always count on you, throwing it to you. Just don't don't put me on the spot. This whole thing is uh, on the spot. All right. Um. Yeah. Free Free Palestine, man. Jesus you know? Christ. All right. Well, you asked me, and I, I. Uh, you're trying to be. You're trying to be Chapo Trap House Junior over there. Well, we got to get this more smart people on here, like Chuck Charles, whatever his name was. Don't call him Chuck. I don't know. That's fucked up. Fuck off. All right. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Uh. Goodbye. Music for Your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast is provided by Mass and Big Al Beats, who you can find on SoundCloud. Drew from Toothpaste for Dinner and TheWorstThingsForSale.com. And the one and only Mark Brendel. <laughs>